the SQL podcast episode two. My name is Pierre de Sosa and I am here with Andrew Miok. Here we are. We are. We certainly are. So, um, second attempt at this podcast. We actually recorded it already, but we fucked up. So, today we are going to talk about the five ways to satisfy any woman. And point number one is presence not performance. Would you like to kick this off, Andrew? Let's do it. So, when a guy is with a woman, what she fundamentally fundamentally wants, she wants your full attention, undivided attention. Now, you might be at work. You might be at work and you might be hustling really hard all day and you might be a business owner working from like early morning to late at night but when you're with your woman you want to give her your full attention that's what she truly craves even if it's only x amount of time of your full attention that is far more important than just like thinking about work or having sex with her i remember having a client um, at sql and he was telling me that his family and friends were going hey you should have sex to keep your relationship together. And he's like, what? He goes, yeah, to have a healthy relationship, you have to have sex. So he was doing it. So you could only imagine what the sex was like. He was just doing it to go through the motions, thinking about other things. So then hopefully that would keep the relationship like solid. And then they would have this like strong union and be able to live happily ever after or whatever the fuck. But what ended up happening, it actually tore apart their relationship, the sex and a few other things, but mainly thinking that he had to do something. And if you're in the bedroom and you're thinking you have to do something, a woman can feel this. And when a woman can feel that you you want to be somewhere else, you don't really want to be doing this, or you have an end goal in mind, like how quick can I come? Because I know like a lot of guys have an agenda, like quick, I've got to do this, get it over and done with, and then I can do something else. Or you're just like, I don't really I don't really care about the woman's satisfaction. I just want to come, roll over and go to bed. If you're fundamentally doing this consistently, time and time again, what's going to happen is she's going to switch off. She's going to be like, fuck this. I want to stop having sex because I don't feel like he cares about me. I don't feel like he wants me. And if a woman feels like that, what happens? She's going to start going, you know what? Why the fuck should I put in the effort in the bedroom? Why should I put on that sexy lingerie? Why should I do these things in the bedroom to try and please him a bit more? Because I can see that he's so self-centered. He wants to put it in for two to 10 minutes, absolute max, and then roll over and sleep. I want a man who's going to give me his attention, who's going to let go, who's going to be there with me. And I know it's hard. We get a lot of guys who are accountants, engineers, and like very, very logical guys. And what ends up happening is they get stuck in their head instead of feeling, letting go and enjoying the perfect, amazing woman who's in front of you. And I always say, look at the imperfect person perfectly and enjoy her presence and enjoy who she is. And it doesn't mean you have to be this big, black, fucking six foot five dude with a 10 foot cock. 
You don't have to be that guy. You literally can be a guy with an average size penis, which is fine, by the way, the size matter. We're going to talk about that on another podcast. But what she wants to feel is you're just with her. You're just um, letting go. And of course, knowing all the fucking glitz and glamour of the squirting, the fingering, going down, all the other amazing things, that's great. But if you can't just be there with her and not think so logically in a sequential order about what to do, it's going to cause a lot of tension in the relationship and not good tension. It's going to cause a lot of tension that's going to be really hard for her to take because she's like, I just want you to stop thinking and and that allows her to relax. She After she relaxes, after you can really get, get out of your head and into your body, she can get out of her head and into the body and then what happens, she can go, thank you. She may not say it, but what she will do is she will express this by the way that she is acting in front of you, by what she is doing with her body language, by surrendering, by letting go, by giving you the experience of her body, by going, I'm giving myself up to you. And the thing is, I can feel that you're you're present, you're here, you're not thinking about another girl. You're not thinking about your ex-girlfriend when you're fucking her. You're not thinking about, I hope this finishes quick so I can watch the Super Bowl, or mate, I can watch the cricket. If you're thinking about that shit, you just watch how much she's going to turn um, turn off. She's going to give you attitude. And if you're not present, what's going to happen is she's going to give you a lot of fucking attitude. She's going to give you a lot of headaches and a lot of bullshit until you give her your full undivided attention. And when she can feel that you're standing strong in your presence, what's going to happen? She's going to be like, this is a man I can trust. This is a man I can respect. This is a man I can love because when I feel he's present with me, I feel like he cares. I feel like he loves me and I feel like he, I can trust him. And when that is happening, what um, will go through her mind is she will be at peace. She will be at ease and she will say, thank you, thank you, thank you. She will worship you and your cock and be so appreciative that you are in her fucking life. So take the time. Be present, and I know it's hard at first because you've got two sides in the mind. You've got your logical part and you've got your emotional part. We'll keep it simplistic for now. But when you're in your emotional, um, when you're more in that logical part of your mind, what you want to do is you practice over time through just shutting that down so then you can just be present with yourself and that presence is just um, attentive focus on the person who's in front of you and that's the beautiful lover while she's there giving herself up for you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't have anything else to add in terms of the the advice that you just gave. I, I think that covers it perfectly. What I, what I do think really helps is a quick analogy because I think a lot of guys have heard similar ideas, but then they still have a huge problem actually understanding how to execute this. So... The way, the way I like to explain this is with a floating analogy. So back when I was back when I was a dating coach, one of the main things I used to teach was about uh, relaxation, and I would teach three layers of relaxation. And and this is for me. We'll get to this in a second, but everything is foreplay, right? When you first meet a woman, that's still foreplay, right? So there is no type of an interaction with an attractive woman that's actually not sex everything is sexual right so it it doesn't matter if you're having sex or if you're first meeting someone i believe the same principles apply either way 
So imagine you're you're in the water and you're just trying to float. I'm going to assume that everybody listening to this knows a little bit about how to swim. So if you're in a pool, right, or if you're at the beach or whatever, and you just want to float at the top of the water, how do you do that? You need to relax completely. If you tense up, if you do something, you start sinking, right? And funny enough, I actually never fully learned how to do this fucking floating thing. So this is why this, this, this analogy means so much to me. I'm actually a really, really good swimmer, but I could never teach myself how to float. And why was that? It's because I'm a little bit of a control freak and I actually could not let go completely and actually be completely relaxed, enjoy the moment and just, just really be present. So what ended up happening every single time I did this, I would tense up a little bit because I would think about what if that and what if this and what if that. And then I would sort of float underneath the water a little bit and I would get fucking water in my mouth, right? Which I absolutely fucking hated. But how do you, how do you float? So from what I've heard from other people who know how to do it, because <laughs> I don't really know how to do it myself, you relax completely. Once you do that, you will stay at the surface and you will float. And this is the way good sex is done as well. You need to relax completely and let go of the need of controlling the outcome. You need to literally have faith and surrender to the moment and just be like, everything is going to be okay. If all I need to do is just feel all of the sensation and appreciate this beautiful woman in front of me. Smell her, feel her, taste her. Uh, one thing I love about women is the way that they sound. I personally, when I'm with a woman, I like to listen to her and I love to listen and pay especially attention to how feminine their voices sound. And I love to smell them and I, I love just watching them walk in that feminine way. I just love paying attention to every single aspect of their feminine essence. And that's putting me really in the moment. And I forget completely about performance. And I'm just appreciating this amazing feminine beauty that's in front of me. So that's number one. Because what happens when you're actually really, really present and relaxed is that you actually reach through to the other person. And we'll talk about emotional connections at the last point in this podcast today. But what you have to understand is that communication between two people is, is like signals between two antennas. You are receiving the other person's communication signals. You're interpreting them and you're creating inside your mind's eye basically a movie of what their words and Subcommunication signals are telling you and they are doing the same from you. So it's a two-way street. It's like a dialogue going on in terms of signals, right? Or more, more like symbols in a way. They're acting like signals between two antennas. And when you're getting all in your head and you're thinking about how to perform and you're doing this and you're not actually completely fucking relaxed and in the moment and able to absorb and listen to her body. You're not supposed to listen to her words. You're supposed to listen to her body. You're supposed to look at her and be able to see what she's thinking, what she's feeling, what she needs every single moment, moment by moment, just by being completely present and enjoying her right? Because when you're not, you can't receive those signals. So it's like you're watching an old TV and suddenly you get that 
the black and white kind of thing in the middle of the fucking movie, it's disturbances in the signals. So in order for you to actually be able to receive her communication, you need to completely relax and let go in the moment, right? And when you do that, then you can actually see what she needs and that way you can actually give her what she needs when she needs it and you will also understand what reason she needs it for and that's how you truly can satisfy a woman from a place of presence where you understand her needs and you can fulfill them that way instead of having a preconceived idea here's how i'm going to perform and i'm going to do this and i'm going to do that because i'm this big you know cool guy in the bedroom and i'm i'm a dom and i got a whip right it's hey i'm here and i'll listen oh today you need slow oh today you need hard and fast today you want to be called a slut today you want to be called an angel you have everything but the woman's body will always tell you what they need without her having to verbalize it unless you don't truly understand how to be present with a pussy like you always say right mm. and that's what's making the results for people who go through these retreats so fucking explosive is because we're not going to teach you a preconceived idea like here's step one step two step three and now she comes hey that's a part of trick we will we, teach you a little bit of that too for fun but really you learn how to connect with a woman deeply and let go of preconceived notions of what she might need and you will actually give her what she needs. That was a bit of a rant. Let's move on to the second point. Unless you have something to add. I do have something to add. Something came to mind when you're saying all that. Great points. It is... I remember on the last retreat we had, this was a fucking insane experience. Like, I remember this guy, a very logical guy, as I was saying before, like... He was actually an engineer and just stuck in his mind the whole time. And I taught them all the thing is that what we teach is technical aspects and then the principal aspects about here it is like here's specifics what to do and then here is actually let's let go and flow because that's where the true magic happens. But it's so key to have actually some technical advice so you know what you're doing. So you're not just like flapping away or doing some ridiculous shit. Basically, what I, what was happening was this guy was like, what do I do here? Do I put my finger here? Is that the A spot, G spot or V spot? Do I go down here? Do I pop that? I go, man, I've showed you this. I've showed you this multiple times now. I've actually demonstrated this with you and you're actually practicing it now. What I need you to do is the following. I need you to let go and flow. Let go and flow and embrace this person in front of you so basically when i say person this was the sex doll hallie hallie is the sex doll that the that the clients practice on when they're at the retreat so then they can get a real life experience of what to do and it's absolutely insane so they practice fingering this doll so what happens is when they're doing this he was like so stuck in his head about all these techniques i'm like fuck it what i'm gonna do man is what's one of your favorite songs he's like i love drake 
Gimme Drake. So we ended up putting on Drake, Drake, a song called Nonstop. And when I said this, I'm like, what I want you to do is be present with the pussy. You're not allowed to think about anything what to do. You know it's in your mind already. What I want you to do is flow, be in the rhythm and let go. And when that happens, that is when the true magic is going to happen. And when that true magic happens, you watch in the future when you do this with a real woman, how much she's just going to embrace the situation and forget about everything else and be with you because it's like this little magical thing if she can feel your thinking she's going to stop and she's going to be like ah what are you doing but when she can feel you're letting go completely and just enjoying the whole situation and you're just flowing that's when shit gets real and you're thinking am i doing this right is this the right movement shut the fuck up relax so yeah put on non-stop Nonstop by Drake. Check that song out. It was fucking awesome. And then what happened was he was like a magician because what happened? The thing is, when you want to truly satisfy a woman, because that's what this we're talking about, is you want to let go, be with her, be present. And he did. He was massaging her breasts, really playing, exploring. And then what happened? He got to really enjoy that moment and he got to really take his time and really express himself. He didn't feel like he had to go fast or slower. What he did, he got out of his head into his body and at that moment, he got to flow with the music and by flowing with the music, he got to be present and really in tune with the moment that was going on and you could just tell how intense the experience was because he got to enjoy it and he got to give himself to that exact thing. And when you can give yourself to a woman, a woman will give yourself to... When you can give yourself to a woman, a woman will give herself to you. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, one, one last thing. We, we had a guy there this, the other day coming onto the re- retreat. He told us when he, he's having sex, what's going through his mind is that he's saying, if I perform badly during sex, she will leave me. Actually, in a way, true. But the problem is that if you're focused on performing during sex, that's when she will leave you. If you're focused on the moment during sex, she will love you. It's a huge difference. That's it for me on presence, not performance. Do you have anything lastly to add before we move on? No, you're no, good? good. Sweet. All right. So next one up, physical dominance. Andrew, are you a dom? Let me pull out my whip and show you that I'm a bad motherfucker. No, you're probably a weak little man who's trying to assert himself because he didn't get love when he was younger. But that's another story for another day. So let's talk about what actually is dominance. Now, you might have seen Fifty Shades of Grey. And now you're all inspired to go out there, buy your whip, get some handcuffs and think you're this big man because you've got a whip in your hand. And all of a sudden you can start asserting yourself and show what a man is and you're going to be dominant. And chances are you don't know what dominant is and chances are you might be domineering. Now, basically dominant dominance is, is simplistically someone leading and the other person being led with consent. And then domineering is basically you're doing something against someone's will and that is called non-consent and you're being a domineering douchebag and you're being someone who's basically essentially being an asshole and we don't want that 
Women want a dominant man. They want to be led. They want to be taken. They want to let go because maybe they're in their mind because of their job on a daily basis is very cerebral. They want to let go. And when you can be a dominant man, that's where we've called this movement, the sexual leadership movement, because you're a leader. A woman is looking for a leader. She's looking for a man to take control. But as Pierre said so eloquently before, you are being, you are controlling her, but not controlling and then you can really see the difference between those two. And what happens is she will start to trust you, respect you, and then fall in love with you because you're a man who has purpose. And then when she can see your purpose, that's going to satisfy her her loins and going, fuck, I'm fucking a man who's a leader. I'm fucking a man who, makes, who gives me permission to let go. I'm fucking a man who doesn't judge me. I'm fucking a man... Who doesn't who doesn't like make me feel insecure about who I am? And he a dominant a dominant man is a man who loves. Dominance is love. Dominance is care. Dominance comes from a place of allowing the person to be themselves and you facilitating that for them. And when you can be that facilitator of change and love and care, and when you can be the person of being a benevolent leader, what's going to happen? is she is going to credit you for all these beautiful sensations and she's going to tell all her friends about you how much of an amazing human being you are. Dominance is love and when you can do it correctly and lead her in a way by asking questions, getting to know who she is and actually satisfying her at her core because you know how to lead. Now, leading in the bedroom and taking charge when you really understand the principles and you can grab her and understand that psychological dominance, what turns her on psychologically and that physical dominance about how rough you can go. Because some days, as Pierre said, she might like it rough. The next day, she might like it really gentle and sensuous. And that can be more the sensuous dominance, but it's about you taking, you're taking lead and you're caring about this beautiful individual in front of you. So... If you still think you're this guy with the whip and you're a dominant male, probably you should shut the fuck up. But if you're a guy who's open, and I'm sure you are from watching this, um, from listening to this podcast, I am so happy to have you on board. And hopefully that gives you some perspective about how to be dominant and what dominance does. It creates such a deep emotional connection with a woman where she's like, I don't want this man to leave. And the thing is, why would a woman want to go anywhere else? Why would a woman want to cheat on you when you're a man who's truly going for what he wants and can lead her to a place of more pleasure, beauty, surrender, and all that other amazing shit that she actually wants? Yeah. As Andrew said, dominance is really all about leadership. That's where it is. Dominance has a sexual connotation so really what it is is it's sexual leadership right like we talk about all the time and when it comes to being a leader there are two main components one thing is you need to have their respect right and the other component is you need to have their trust those are the two components of leadership right Number one, respect. Where does respect come from? Well, respect comes from a lot of different things. It's very specific to what you're doing, right? So when it comes to in the bedroom, it's respect is based on competency, right? So do you have 
enough competence, sexual competence, you know what to do enough to get you to a good end goal, right? Do you have the quote-unquote credentials to get to a good place, right? Like, it's like, if you're, like, I'm not going to respect you as an MMA coach unless I know you can actually fight. That's the competency, right? That's number one. But the other thing is, if, if so th- that's the first. You have to have the competency. That's going to win people's respect. But after that, they also need to trust you because they need to know, and here's where, where the trust comes from, is do you actually have the whole group's best interest at heart? Because if you don't think in a way that will benefit everyone, but only yourself, then you don't have competency. That's the respect, fine. But people are not going to trust you if they feel that you're a psychopath or you're a narcissist or just plain, just just being fucking selfish. You're just doing this to make yourself look good. You're just doing this to make yourself feel good about the whole situation and not her. If she senses that, and trust me, she will sense it. She senses it much better than you do when, when you try to sense if other people have your interests at heart. Women are just wired for that. So, gotta have the competency. But you also have to genuinely want the best outcome for everyone involved, right? And when it's just you and her having sex, it's having her best interest at heart. If you do that and you have the competency, she will respect you and she will trust you. And that way she will allow you to lead her. There's no force. There's no convincing. There's, there's no sanctions being put in. It's, she just She's just like, this guy wants me to have a good time and he knows how to get to make me have a good time. I want this guy. I give myself fully to him. I will completely surrender to the moment. Just like what we were talking about with the floating analogy. She will allow herself to surrender so that she can float, she can be relaxed, she can enjoy the moment, and she does not have to worry. She doesn't have to make things happen. She trusts that you will make this amazing. And that's where leadership comes from. And that's how she... So you will lead, she will follow, everything under consent, And that's how you will be dominant. And then what dominant looks like is up to you. On on retreats, we obviously go through in depth exactly with a bunch of different exercises with live models with clothes on, of course. But exactly how dominance could look like to give you ideas and everything. But at the end of the day... It's yours and her sexuality coming together and you need to talk about it and really find out what dominance looks like to you and what you would like. And then you find out what she would like and what she would not like and then she finds out what you would not like. And from there you negotiate a situation that you would both like and she trusts that you have her best interest in heart and she respects your level of competency and that's why the dominance has a platform where it can happen. I remember having a really good mentor who taught me a ton about dominance. This guy was not what you thought dominance was. It's like, it's so understated. It's in the subtleties, the body language, the way you come across, if you're thinking you have to 
be this guy who's overbearing and over the top. That's domineering. But this guy, he was about six foot five, skinny, and he would have a harem of anywhere between three to seven to nine women at one time. It was insane. It was the way that he spoke, the way that he articulated himself. And why is this so satisfying to women? Because women want you to be good with women. They want to feel that you know what you're doing. Yeah, some women are like, oh, well, I don't want him to know too much. But the thing is, a woman wants you to be a guy who's good with women because what happens, it shows that you know how to respect a woman. And he came across like he knew exactly what he was doing. And he was like such a smooth operator. And by doing that, the things that he taught me, it was like such, it was so pivotal in the expression and the way that I came across because I didn't have to come across in an arrogant, egotistical, narcissistic, like overbearing manner. All I had to do was show that I cared and I was there for her. But Pierre talks a lot about this, and this is where we click on a lot of things. It's like that boundaries, being willing to set boundaries and actually get to the core of what a woman wants. And she wants you to lead her. Be the man who can lead her to the sexual abyss, and then she's never going to forget you. Be the man who can lead her through sexual through sexual sensations and give her pleasure. You don't want to just give her like a little... A two-minute experience. Sexual leadership is about leading a woman through an experience. And you want to do this. You don't want to just like fuck a girl and then that's it, mate, and it's over in like two minutes. Don't get me wrong. You can have a quickie. You can have a quickie in like one minute or um, or two minutes. You can do that on a rare occasion and have fun to spice it up. It's like when you have pizza. Do you remember that analogy when you have pizza, pizza for like sex is like pizza? If you're thinking sex is like pizza, you have got it completely wrong. When Pierre and I fuck a woman, it is an ordeal. It is not like I'm having cold pizza from Domino's from two days ago. If you're doing that, we need to talk ASAP because... Not all the time we're um, fucking women giving them the seven um, course a la carte menu. We are literally going, um, but the thing is, we know we can bring the A game if we need to. But the thing is, if you're having cold pizza sex all the time and you think that's acceptable, that is not. How does this tie into satisfaction? It ties everything into satisfaction because she will be more satisfied the more of these intense experiences and crazy experiences you can get and give her a heightened range of emotions around this. Now, with the sex, and tying it back to the dominance, the reason I call it the a la carte experience of the seven-course fucking dinner is because you're leading her and guiding her through this experience from start to finish about showing her exactly um, how to feel, what to go through, and you're dictating it like you're a fucking, like you're a magician fucking casting spells, like you're the fucking person up there um, doing the symphony orchestra. You're the person waving the whatever that thing is. You can see how much I watch the symphony orchestra. But who, what is that person standing up there? The orchestrator. Orchestrator. You're orchestrating her experience. Thanks, man. You're orchestrating... It's cool, I understand. It's your second language, after yeah. all. My first language is Australian. How you going, mate? And my first language is English. Yes, there is a difference. Look it up in the Urban Dictionary. So, that is what happens. So, it's like orchestrating the whole experience for her and you're taking her there. And what happens is she's never going to have an experience like this. Do you think... A woman will ever go anywhere else 
after you fucking give her an experience like this, after you put her through like these like in, insane experiences, because she's never had a man probably take that time. And if you do even like a tenth of what we're talking about on these podcasts for the next hundred days, what's going to happen is she's going to be like, holy fuck, who is this guy? I need to have him in my life because the true dominance gets her to get out of her head, into her body, relax, trust you. Um, builds massive respect and she does not want to leave you she does not want to fuck anyone else and she wants to stay with a man like you because she goes you are a badass motherfucker and i can't wait to get that dick again ladies and gentlemen (laughs) and now in the red corner um so point number three we have dirty talking I happen to enjoy dirty talking a little bit too much myself, but there's nothing wrong with that. So, dirty talking. Couple, I, I think today what we're going to do is we're giving to, going to talk about what is dirty talking, why is it important, and a couple of different caveats before you do it. I'm not going to tell you what to say, uh, per se, and probably not going to go into exactly how to do it because it's a very, very big topic. And for me, it's, it's, it's personally one, one of my great joys in life. I absolutely love it. So, dirty talking. What is it? Number one, it is how to create an insane amount of sexual tension and sexual frustration in a woman and yourself without even having sex, right? So... It's not walk, uh, walking up. <laughs> it's not just telling your woman, hey, you're a dirty little whore, right? That, that can be part of it, but that's not what it is, right? The way I see it is that when it comes to sexuality, right? If when you're talking to a woman, you have to understand that there's a part of her that is, that is a suppressed... Um, she basically has a massive slot inside of herself that is suppressed because of societal conditioning and slut shaming and all of this kind of absolute fucking bullshit. And it's absolutely disgusting to me how a woman could be shamed for her sexuality, right? So what you need to understand is just like you enjoy sex, so does she. And if you judge her for it, she's not going to show her, show you her full sexual nature and her desires and her fantasies and give her the raw crazy sex in the bedroom. And you know what? You don't even fucking deserve it. If you can't appreciate the slut inside of her, you don't fucking, you, you don't deserve it. You got to earn that shit. And how do you earn it? Number one, you understand, just like you have a depraved side to yourself, so does she. And now, but you also have to understand that women are extremely suppressed sexually, much, much more so than men, which means two things. Number one, it's a lot harder for them to let that side out of themselves. And number two, once they do let that side out, it's a lot more rewarding. So it's actually a lot more powerful. But... It's also a lot more vulnerable, so you've got to be very fucking careful, right? So, here's what you do. Number one, we, and we will make, make hours and hours and hours about this in the future. But number one, you have to understand female sexuality fully. 
on the retreat, for instance, we, we, we basically go on and on for six hours straight in one session just about this, right? And then in, in the bits and pieces around, it's even more. And trust me, I could probably talk about it for... I reckon we could do 100 hours in 100 days on only female sexuality, right? So, number one, you have to educate yourself on this. Follow this podcast, come to retreat, get the product, get the mini course, whatever. Educate yourself on that. Understand that women have really deep, dark sexual fantasies. Number one, understand that. Number two, embrace that, accept it. And number three, learn to love that side. Learn to see how beautiful it is to see the, fan, the sexual fantasies of the feminine. Just like you and your masculine have a certain type of fantasy, she is on the other spectrum of that and you have to love it. And you have to understand she will have those fantasies for other men as well. It's not just with you. You have to love it unconditionally. I'm not saying you should let her fuck other men. That's a, I'm not, this is not a polyamory podcast. This, you know, I'm fine with open relationships, but that's not what I mean. I mean, when you meet a woman, if she has had a past where she has opened up sexually to another man, you have to be okay with it. And you have to understand that she has those desires and needs. So that's number one understand her that side of her number two love that side of her see how beautiful it is and number three start talking to her about this let her know you understand she has this side and let her know that you understand that maybe it's a little bit shameful for her to admit it at first but no matter what you will not judge her you just keep talking about it and eventually she will open up because sometimes they'll be like no no i i know a lot of girls are like that but i'm not i'm not because they think you're bullshitting and you have to go on about it a little bit maybe for a couple of days maybe a couple of weeks who knows maybe a couple of months eventually it will click she's like he actually doesn't care and then she will start opening up now do not do this as a manipulative technique because if you don't actually not judge this and you start judging her when she does this, you will hurt her badly and you will fuck yourself up. This will sit in your unconscious and play out forever if you fuck someone up like this. So don't do that shit, right? So number one, understand her sexuality. Number two, embrace it. Number three, show her you don't judge it. And then once she finally starts opening up, you need to make sure you actually come through with your end of the bargain. And that's the fact that you don't judge it. Then, now you find out where she is. And one, one thing that, 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 that Andrew point, pointed out before as well is find out exactly what she will not accept as well. Don't only find out what she likes. Find out where the landmines are so you don't accidentally take her to an extremely vulnerable place and then you just... You know, maybe she's been sexually assaulted and then you just start talking about this rape fantasy and she's like, huh, what the fuck is this shit? And you just scare her off and you hurt her and you you evoke this deep trauma inside of her that she forgot and all this kind of shit. So find out what she will not be called, find out what, she, what role plays she does not like and then you find out what she does like and then you communicate what you like and don't like and then you start experimenting. And remember... The more taboo you can make the dirty talk, the more powerful it is. But make sure you do not cross any boundaries and hurt her. And make sure that after the sex is done, you come back to real life, so to speak. And you, you know, lady in the street freaking the sheets, right? She's a slut in the bedroom and she's a fucking angel outside. So you explain, you, you can call her a slut, you can call her a whore, you can call her useless, you can say 
you know, I can't wait to be done with her. And because a lot of women have this thing where they get super turned on by being extremely objectified and being seen as a useless object sexually. But then after the sex is over, you explain to her just so you know what happens when we have sex. That's just in the bedroom. I love you. You're beautiful. You're amazing. Right. So you need to communicate that thoroughly. That's my spiel on this, at least the basics. I'm not sure what you have to say. I want a lady in the street, but a freak in the bed. Asha said it good, now give me some head. That was fucking good. I liked it. Just a little bit to add on that, I pretty much nailed it. I really want to hammer home the point of, if you're with a woman, always ask her, what she doesn't want to be called in regards to dirty talk. And just go, what don't you like to be called? Really hammer that home to be clear on that because the thing is, she'll know what she doesn't like to be called. The thing is, if you start going um, hammer and tong about exactly what you want to say and you haven't negotiated, and we're going to do a whole um, podcast on humiliation degradation in regards to understanding the differences of dirty talk and going into more depth about psychology because it is super fucking interesting and when you are with a woman and you are dirty talking from my um, perspective talk about it negotiate have a chat just be a fucking human being and understand what she likes and what you don't like. Now, we get it. We get a lot of super nice guys on on the retreats and they are like going, oh, but actually the opposite. I have a woman and she wants to be called all these things under the sun and I feel really uncomfortable about it. You know what you do in that situation? Don't fucking say anything. Don't do it. If you feel uncomfortable and you really genuinely don't want to call her X, Y, and Z, do not call her that. But if it's something you want to explore and you feel uncomfortable about doing it, start off slow. Rule of thumb, don't put your finger in your bum, but start off slow and really just take your time when you're doing these these new sexual acts or these new things in the bedroom and what happens is going to build up that tension over time. What I love, I don't care about guys running around and picking up girls from clubs. I don't care about that. I care about guys, and this is the guys who I love, love talking to. It's they have a really um, great person in their life, and they've just started to see her, or they've got this woman, and they want to start exploring the depths of sexuality and understanding really how to connect deeply with this person and how to have these insane experiences. And this can happen because she might like to be told she's X, Y, and Z in the bedroom. So give her that full permission to express where she's at by not judging her. And when you can do this, we don't have the time now to go through this. We might go through this in the future about the whole framework about how to get a woman to open up and become like completely free so she's not judged. But you have to understand, women might like a certain thing in the bedroom and it's completely fine that might truly satisfy her and if it does just go that is awesome now i get it last thing on this on the dirty talk she might say some really whack shit to you that you might go oh i wasn't ready for that you might go hey i've been doing doggy style and missionary my whole life and then you meet this crazy chick from down the street and then all of a sudden she goes yo i want you to get on top and pull my hair and like maybe um maybe put a vibrator on my pussy and you're like holy shit and i want you to call me x y and z and you're just like bamboozled you're standing there going um um 
I think you're cute. It's like, I get it. It's tough. What you can do is you, you can literally go, when she says something, what she wants to do, and it's like a little bit full on, don't ever judge her, but just kind of look at her and just go, oh, that's interesting. Like, how come you like that? Why do you like that? But don't come across from a judging um, place. Come, and come across from a genuinely curious place and that's going to get her to open up and then you can start exploring and deepening your sexual experiences over time with this person and that's when you're going to have more epic sex with this woman and then if she likes to be called certain things in the bedroom and you want to do it hey go nuts the harder the better you can always have safe safe words and i want to make it clear everything on this podcast that we talk about is through two consenting adults i'm going to say it again Everything we do is between two consenting adults. And we want to make it clear that when you do this, everything's negotiated and you have a talk about talk about this with the person who you're engaging in with these new sexual acts. Even for you, if you feel uncomfortable, the thing is you can speak up and you can talk. Because I get it. You're thinking, oh, just men only have all these perverted sexual fantasies. No! If you haven't read a book called My Secret Garden by Nancy Friday... Go check that out because that book will blow your mind about what women really think about sex. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. And it's <laughs> it's funny. So we're like we said in the last podcast, we have made a pledge to give you 100 hours in 100 days. And we have a little bit of a list of topics we want to dive into. And uh, so... Well, this is starting to become painfully obvious is that I feel like all of these three first points, we almost cut off a little bit short. We could go on forever on each of them. And we're already at 45 minutes. We've got 15 minutes left of the podcast today. And we're just a little bit more than halfway through today's bullet points. So we're go- it's going to be a lot more than 100 hours uh, for you to come this year. So that's awesome. We're not running out of things to say. <laughs> um, a bit of an inside joke. Anyway, next up is another one of my personal favorites. It's lifestyle foreplay. The reason why I love this is mainly because I was a dating coach for such a long time. Oh, dating coach. Oh. Pickup artist. So evil. Anyway, <laughs> what, what, what lifestyle foreplay is and why I love it is when... If, if you're a man and you're in your masculine and you appreciate feminine women, I do. Eh, listen, there's no shame. We don't judge. If you're not really into feminine women, don't say it to sound cool. A lot of guys are like, you, you know, I met this feminine girl finally. And then she's all like this with all the drama and emotions and da, da, da. And it's so annoying. And she's like, she's not really on point. And she's not keeping commitments. I'm like, bro, she's feminine. What did you expect? You're not dating a bro. If, listen, if she's always going to be on point, she's always going to be on time, she's going to be fucking rational when you argue with her, you know what you want? You want to fuck your buddy. <laughs> you want a women, woman with an energetic cock. That's what you want, bro. I'm sorry to tell you. In any case, for me, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm for the most part in my masculine. I am in my feminine at times. It happens. But I'm mostly in my masculine and... I love extremely feminine women. When I speak to women, it's sex. When I say hello, everything is foreplay. Before I even say hi, if I, if I would meet a new woman, that is, that that that's like if I just make eye contact, boom, it's foreplay. It's sex. 
one thing I like to say is that everything is foreplay except for sex because sex is sex. Every, everything else is foreplay. Foreplay is everything except for sex, right? Sex is sex. And so what I like to do, I like to turn my lifestyle into one giant piece of fucking foreplay, right? The reason why I love this is I'm a highly creative person and I love the psychological dominance more than anything else. So for me, I enjoy sex. It's nothing wrong with that. I don't have, have a low sex drive or anything. I actually have a pretty high sex drive. But for me, it's not actually... For me, the way my sex drive is expressed, it's not while my penis is inside of a, of a woman. It's, it's just that psychological sexual act. So what I like to do is I like to turn every day, every minute and every second of every single day into foreplay. So in the free course we have just given out, go to andrewmiok.com to download that. The first module of this is a giant piece on lifestyle foreplay. We list, uh, we list our seven favorite techniques and methods and principles for creating everyday life into foreplay. One of those things actually is dirty talk that we were just talking about. Then we have sexting. We have a lot of different things. For me, my favorite thing is to combine um, orgasm denial with a lot of tasks for the woman to do, right? So... Again, with a caveat, everything is consensual. You discussed this before, what she's happy to do, not to do, and the same for you, right? For me personally, I like to be super creative and come up with fairly de depraved things to do, but I also like to do things that will actually make her a better person. Like I said before, as a leader, you need to have everyone's best interests at heart. I'm not gonna give her a bunch of things so I can feel like, I have a woman who is following my command. I'm such a cool guy. That's not the point. I'm not gonna just make her crawl around and do weird shit. I can literally have like, this week, I want you to read a book for 30 minutes a day, every single day. And at the end of the week, you're gonna give me a short book review of how you, what you learned from it and how you're going to implement this in your life. She'll be better. And as a reward, I'm gonna give, use your favorite sex toy on you all night on Sunday. But if you don't do this, what's gonna happen is you're going to edge yourself to the point where you're just about to come without coming for every single day for the next 14 days. And then if you fulfill all of this, then I will give you the toy. So it's, it's basically giving them, to, them tasks to do and you reward them or you punish them whether they, they complete it or not. But it's not at all in a manipulative way. It's literally just foreplay. It's fun. It's exciting. It's playful. And... If you're a really smart guy, I, I sound like I'm trying to say that I'm really smart. That's not my point. <laughs> that sounds so douchey. But in any case, if, if, if you're smart about how you're going about this, that's what I'm trying to say. You can give her tasks, tasks that are, are specifically designed to help her in areas of her life that she needs. Maybe she's not great with reading and educating herself. You can give her that as a task. Maybe... 
she needs to learn to cook better. Give her, like, you're going to go to cooking classes. Or maybe something she really needs is process something, and you can help her process that with these kind of things as well. Um, and then you can just do whatever things that are really taboo, like we talked about with the, with the dirty talking, and give her things that would make her feel extremely slutty, and make her feel objectified, and make her feel like she's really relinquishing all of this control. Just make sure you don't do things that will... That will actually harm her in any way shape or form now or in the future don't do things that are irreversible don't do things that will damage your reputation and whatever the fuck you do do not tell anybody outside of the people involved in the play that's the big one don't tell your friends don't brag to people about this this is between you and her two consenting adults and it's complete 100 percent confidentiality and then you can take it as far as you fucking want. That's my two cents right now. And let's get ready to rumble. I love it. I love it. And I love what Pierre said straight off the bat. Four plays, like, guys, like, think a little bit of a lick, a little bit of a touch, and then you put it in, and then you it's game over. It's like, no. The foreplay starts when you look at her and being comfortable being a sexual guy. As we said yesterday, sexuality starts with being the guy who's like, I, uh, it's yours, hers, and ours. And what we get um get um started with is yours. Understanding fundamentally how to get comfortable with your sexuality, and when you do, when you look at a woman, start off being sexual, so you don't get put in the friend zone, so to speak, in the long run. But the thing is, we always say when you know how to fuck, it's going to change everything but taking away the fucking right now the penis in vagina when you slow down enjoy the experience really look at this beautiful woman who's in front of you and then take your time with every part of her and then as our business mentor no not our business mentor our our sexuality mentor speak because we have a ton of mentors for all different areas of life because we're always trying to improve ourselves as our sexuality mentor um, teaches us, it's like, tease the fuck out of her. And what this does as well, this builds her up so much, building up, teasing her, teasing her, teasing her so much that she's so turned on that when she has this orgasm, she is begging you to fuck her. And the thing is, when she gets to that point, you just smile and you keep teasing her until she just can't take it anymore. Touching, kissing, caressing, biting, scratching, all that beautiful things is part of the foreplay. Even just the way that you look at her. And when we're um when we're at SQL, we look we teach guys how to look women in the eyes, pierce their fucking soul, so then she can feel that sexual intensity coming from you. So it's like a relaxed sexual intensity with intent. And when you have that, she doesn't know where to look or what to do. And what she's gonna do is get so fundamentally turned on and she can see you're a man who's in control who knows what he likes and knows what he's doing and the foreplay starts by the way you are looking at her it could be even like as pierre said with setting the tasks setting the tasks uh, was that the dominance one or was this with the foreplay but regardless it's it's just it's the same it's the you say yeah it's the um, for, for me, I, I see it as, as the lifestyle foreplay kind of thing, but it is, it is a type of dominance, just 24-7 dominance. Yeah, so what, in regards to foreplay, it's like 
doing things like that, like you just can't control yourself. And how this fits into, as we said, for the title of like five ways to satisfy any woman, she's going to be so satisfied because you're taking your time. You're not looking at the end goal. You're enjoying this ties back to presence. As you can see, these all overlapped. And because you're being present and then the presence ties into the foreplay, you're being present to licking her pussy, going down on her or like fingering her. You're not um, being present you're not like going oh quick i gotta be at the end that's not the foreplay the foreplay is fundamentally even the eye contact the brush the little things that build up as my mama once told me women are like a slow cooker and men are like a microwave and when you really understand that that concept what's going to happen is take your time and when you're with that woman you can start really enjoying the subtleties of her body and when you can do this you can start seeing her really build up and all of a sudden that build up of tension is going to cause a lot of like attraction towards you a lot of like desire and she's going to have these explosive intense orgasms when she does come and it's going to take a lot of pressure off yourself to quick i've got to explore like a lot of performance anxiety and i can't wait to make a podcast in the future about this a lot of performance anxiety will be completely alleviated when you actually start um, putting your attention into foreplay so to reduce a lot of um uh, anxiety performance anxiety she's going to have a better experience you're going to start enjoying this woman and if you're like oh well i don't enjoy foreplay find a fucking woman who you want to enjoy foreplay with find a woman who you want to enjoy that and if you're thinking oh well i just want to get over and done with well find a woman who you can't wait to tear the fuck apart and really explore every aspect of her body so then when you're with her she's like holy shit you should see i've turned it the thing is it's like in in the western society a lot of guys like i don't want to turn down this girl because i might not see this girl and i might not have another girl come up to me if you're having that mindset it's going to be horrific in the future it's like women flow to me in abundance it's like this is a mindset and of course going out there and doing that women love having sex with me these are my go-to mindsets because when i talk to a lot of guys in other fields who are really high up start talking to people about their mindsets and understanding this and over time you can start fundamentally dropping into their mindsets and you watch how much your reality will shift and how many things will be different in your life because you're having a deepened understanding about what you like understanding what she likes and then understanding when you do the foreplay she'll be so much more satisfied and the orgasms will be more intense and on that note do you really think if you're giving these women insane experiences like this do you really think she's going to want to go anywhere do you really think she's going to want to fuck another guy and do you really think she's going to have a guy who's going to fuck her like you did and take that time to give her an hour two hour maybe even longer session in the bedroom of building it up one tip to really take away from today is with the foreplay, don't go near her pussy for an hour. And if that's too much, go for half an hour and really touch every part of her body. And bef- and I know you may be really turned on and horny. This comes down to disciplines, discipline, taking your time. And those who will take the higher road and they are willing to delay gratification will be rewarded by the gods and showered on them by the pussy juices from the heavens. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
Yeah, I'm a bit speechless. <laughs> okay, so here we come to the last point of today's chat. The problem is we have reached our maximum capacity for today. So last point is deep emotional connections. And I'm actually pretty happy that we reached that point where it's only two minutes left of the podcast. Not because it's easy to brush through, but because we can absolutely not do that. So if you're on board with this, Andrew, what I reckon we do is we cut this off right now. And then we wait with what we were going to do on next episode's podcast. And we turn the next episode into an entire hour on nothing but deep emotional connections. Because it's such a huge topic. And once you learn to really like let your facade go, let the, the fake mask that you put on, stop pretending to be someone you're not, and actually truly deeply connect with a woman, it's number one, you're going to feel free. You're going to feel like yourself. And you're going to feel like women love you for you and not this fakeness that you put on. And not only will you, so you will feel so good and so fulfilled and you will stop chasing that dragon when it comes to women. And not only will you do that, but also once you connect like that, and this ties back into what I was talking about originally, once you're completely present and you're really there and you truly connect with a woman, that's when you will start really truly be able to read her body and you will almost like draw orgasms out of her with nothing but your mere presence just by being there um, and that comes from emotional connections and I'll tell you this as well once you have a true emotional connection with a woman she is not going to leave you she is not going to even entertain sleeping with someone else and she will love you for truly understanding her on a deep emotional level. So I think this would be a great thing to talk about for a full hour tomorrow. It's the fundamentals. It's the core and understanding this is the game changer, as Pierre said. And I can't wait. Yeah, and the thing is, we want to give you this, we want to give this to you tomorrow for a full hour about why and how. It is so important in the relationships because this is got. You can learn how to make a chick squirt. You can make a chick um, come multiple times. But the thing is, that intensity of the deep emotional connection is what's going to keep her around, and she's going to be like, "This guy is a guy who I can't stop thinking about." And that is when you can really like have a loving connection with a person. Because the thing is, I don't give a fuck about like just fucking a new girl every single week or. Or, um, or a new girl every night and going to the club. I've been there, done that, and over it. What I really, really love, and I think you become go full circle, is when you find a really incredible woman who you can share insane sexual experiences with, and when you can do this, this is far more enriching and fulfilling than anything. So then you could be the guy working on your business. You could be doing like 60 to 100 hour a week on your business. So flat out working on lifestyle, being that guy who's like, you could be an intelligent dude getting other shit done. But when you're with this woman, it allows you to like really have this really deep bond and she, she really respects you. She cares for you and she supports you. And we want to give you some insights about how you can like attract that type of woman and how you can develop that emotional bond because we don't want you to be that guy who's putting on that mask anymore who has to always pretend to be someone he's not and then do you know what fucking pisses me off the most the guy who literally can't express who he is 
or what he wants to do in the bedroom or how he feels about someone because he's scared of losing you because he's scared of losing someone and he's scared of not or he's scared of showing who he truly is and you know what when you show who you truly are that is when everything changes and gets real we're going to show you how to get the we're going to show you how to keep her around and open up and be expressive and create that deep emotional connection without being needy there is no better feeling than really having someone who you have shown every single part of yourself to every single vulnerable aspect every single insecurity every single fear every single part of you that you think might lower your status make you look like you're not the man all of this and still have that person just love you more and be so turned on by your presence love when you fuck them love being around you and just truly unconditionally love you for who you are even at your worst you don't need to be on your a game every day you 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 can get depressed for a week you can get sad you can get hurt you can feel even a little bit needy sometimes and she still loves the fuck out of you once you have that that's when you will feel like you have nothing to prove at all anymore. And that's the most beautiful thing you can ever have, really. In these podcasts, we want to give you a little bit more of a background. Like, this is going to be deep, fundamental principles about actually what causes change. Between Pierre and I, with 23 years of experience about looking in the, into this stuff, we want to really enlighten you about how to get this area of your life handled. We're not some like, here's some quick tips and tactics. We want to go deep. We're here for the people who have deep diving mindsets, who want to have more um, enriching conversations so they can explore the depths of their minds and the woman's minds so their relationships can be more fulfilled. And of course, you're going to have the most epic fucking satisfying sex and you're both going to have the most epic satisfying sex. So you can't wait to see each other and you can't wait to get your hands on each other. That's what we're about. This is what the Sexual Quantum Leap podcast podcast is all about if you're looking for some quick little things um, to get a woman to bed quickly we're not about that we're about a fundamental change and this is why it's a leadership movement for men so they can have these experiences that they've always wanted and so you can give women these experiences so you can keep these women around and so you can have these fulfilling relationships which we will be harping on about so much and then having the deep connection as well There's nothing more I really need to say. All I want to say is thank you for tuning in. And if you do want some more information and you want to see what we're doing, definitely check out andrewmayock.com and you can have a look at retreats. You can have a look at the online academy. And then also what we do have is um, a free course called None to Nymph. So you can go check that out. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of free content. Go check it out. Have a look around. And we can't wait to see you tomorrow. Yep. That's it. And with that, I think we will sign out. See you tomorrow.